Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. talk about food intolerances because that's something that's really confusing. People think of food allergies, food sensitivities, food intolerances, all these terms are confusing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what is it all about? Right. How can we how can we explain that to people? Well, I think the first thing is that the overarching language is the sensitivity, right? Allergies and intolerances are both sensitivities. Okay. Right? Right. And so an allergy is simply, it's rare. It's very quick response. Your throat closes, right. you get a, an immediate rash, you get red. Yep. It's, yeah, it's immediately you feel something that's negative. Right away. Right. So the allergy is an immune response. Okay. So histamine is involved in an immune response. Exactly. So that's what's causing the rashes or the throat closing or the whatever happens. Right. Okay. And then the intolerance is based on inflammation in the body, which mm. may take a few days. And that's what's really confusing for a lot of people that have, you know, side effects and symptoms. They're right. trying to figure out what it is. They blame it on their dinner, but maybe it was their breakfast right. four days ago. <laughs> right. So this is, you know, this is the challenge with food. Exactly. Yeah. So you could eat something and feel perfectly fine. And then a couple of days later, not feel fine. But you'll think, what did I just eat last night or what did I eat this morning? That I'm but it wouldn't happen that quickly. Exactly. Because your body takes a while to become inflamed, which makes me think of when we cut ourselves or something. It, it might bleed automatically, but that it doesn't get really inflamed for a while. It takes a little while, at least a few hours, if not a day or so, for it to actually become inflamed. That's right. So that's similar to what's happening inside our body, I think. So you're eating a food that you're intolerant to. And what happens in your body because of it? Well, our body says, I don't understand that foreign material, you know, and it goes to react. It goes to on a self-defense oh, mission. Right. And just like the cut, we actually want inflammation to go to that to protect and heal. But when we have constant inflammation or too much inflammation over and over again, that's when we get the symptoms that we all associate with food intolerances. That's right. And there's a lot of them. And that's so also many because there's different people, different symptoms. Yeah. So some people might get migraines, brain fog, bloating, gas, even just mental clarity or anxiety even. Yeah, there can be depression associated directly with food. Right. Pretty powerful. Yep. And kids who are acting, who are being put on Ritalin because they have food intolerances, you know, and they're yeah. having behavior issues, but it's not their behavior because of how, who they are. It's what they're eating. Right. And we identify a lot of that with kids, but we've got a lot of adults with behavior issues too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> More, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, you know, obesity. Yep. might also be directly connected with the food we're eating. So it might not be, you know, it might be our body's way of protecting. Like, well, obesity is inflammation. Yes. And that's what's been out there very recently with the doctors who are, you know, functional medicine doctors are saying it's inflammation. So it might not necessarily be that you're eating too much. You know, I have clients who don't eat too much and they're obese. And, we're, you know, they're like, why? Why am I obese? I don't understand. Yeah. It's simply inflammation. Right. A lot of deconstruction that has to happen, and that's where we come in as 
coaches, as counselors, is trying to help people deconstruct that. So we've got uh, three recommendations. The first one is to track your food Mm -hmm. and be very, very diligent about it. And it's not just writing down the food, it's actually writing down how you actually feel. Yep. On a regular basis, this is a discipline. This is, you know, if you if you want to get well, this is what you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next is doing an elimination plan mm-hmm. that we help people with that as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, designing that kind of plan, um, and then slowly reintroducing the food, right, one at a time. Yep. Yeah, and so it it is a matter of writing down, you know, what you eat for all the all the meals and snacks that you eat. And paying attention to that so that you can look back at it a day or two later and say, wow, I'm really feeling kind of foggy today and look at the foods that continually are making you do that. Mm -hmm. It's not as clear cut as it may seem, Mm -hmm. but some foods are pretty commonly um, intolerant for a lot of people. Um, And so we can probably make some good guesses as to what might be causing problems. And then we do the elimination. And if, if those symptoms go away, then we know that that was the problem. Right. But to make it a little bit more complicated, it's not always unhealthy foods. Right. And sometimes it's actually really healthy foods that we're intolerant to. <laughs> <laughs> so That's right. there's also, just to put this out there, there are permanent intolerances and there are temporary intolerances. So the permanent ones are because we don't have particular enzymes in our body to mm-hmm. digest certain proteins or certain other um, molecules. And so if we're not able to digest them ever, that's a permanent intolerance. And that mm-hmm. might just simply be our DNA. There's nothing we can do about that. Right. Um, but temporary ones are probably more common. Mm-hmm. And that's leaky gut. Yeah. That's a big one. Which is a whole other topic. Right, right. <laughs> our gut flora and the enzymes, that's what helps us digest everything. Right. And if that's off, and our, our food is our skin, it is our hair, it is our yep. blood, it is, it is what creates us. And if the food we're eating causing inflammation, it's like a foreign body to mess us up. Yep. And so what is it? 90% of people who have issues, it's a food intolerance. And there's, so there's a lot of people walking out around out there who have problems with what they're eating. And they have symptoms that they keep going to doctors for, taking medicine for. And it really isn't anything. It's more of a band-aid. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a food intolerance or you believe you do or you think you may, just because you have symptoms that you can't seem to alleviate, mm-hmm. um, we could probably help you figuring those out. And it's it doesn't take a long time. It's not like a permanent thing that you have to do for the rest of your life unless you're not going to follow the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something we can figure out. So we welcome you to connect with us and get some help along the way, along the journey. Yep. That's what we're here for. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.